Welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Welcome to International Christian Center in San Leandro, California. Here's today's message from Senior Pastor Stephen Sumner. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing or no one compares to you, Lord. Can I get some help singing? <laughs> Nothing and no one compares to you, God. There's no one like you, there's no one like you, nothing and no one compares to you, God, there's no one like you, there's no one like you, nothing and no happening God is God is throwing a new mantle on you God is throwing a new I see God just taking he has a he has a a blanket that is bigger than this room and he's throwing it on the church God says that there is a new mantle a new anointing a new covering a new awareness that is coming to the church coming to you you say what's happening God has anointed us. God has anointed us. God has anointed you. He wants a fresh anointing. Franklin, I don't know how we're going to do this, but uh, anyhow, we'll, we'll, we're going to anoint each one here, all the children, everyone. It's not a coincidence that Papa Stewart is here today. 
he started talking about the history of this church and what he was referring to is that where you're standing used to be a dirt field full of weeds and this man and other men had the vision to expand this work of God they knew that it was getting too small and so they said you know what we need to Expand. We need to build something afresh and anew. And then he, he started talking about the beams that are above. He's talking about these, these, these things are called glue lambs. My dad was an architect. I'm not an architect, a, a carpenter. My dad was a carpenter, amongst other things. And then what he's referring to was the, the structures, the pillars. The pillars. Come on. How many know that God has pillars in his house? And yes, there are natural pillars, but there's also spiritual pillars. And there are many of you that are called to be spiritual pillars in the work of God's kingdom. And you have stood the test of time. This, this building is about, I don't know, 35, 38. Papa Stewart probably knows. He was the one that I still have up in, up in his old office, my new office. And actually, Ann right here has the pictures. Actually, the pictures that she has right there belong to Chuck. Those are Chuck's pictures. But we used them for the website and some other renovations that we're doing. But there's something afresh happening. And even this week... When we signed the papers, we had a business meeting a couple weeks ago, and then Judy and I had to sign official papers for the expansion. And here's Papa Stewart, the first Sunday. And it's not a physical thing, even though there will be physical improvements. Actually, the roofers come out tomorrow at 7 a.m. to strip the roof. How many, you know, that's a good thing. The old roof is being torn away. Come on, can you tear away? Can you tear away your old roof? Come on, the old roof that wanted to cover you. You may have an old roof that was only this big, but God says, tear off that old roof and allow him to build a new ceiling in your life. Come on, some of you guys have had a ceiling of only 10 feet tall. And God says, I want your ceiling to be 60 feet or 80 feet or 90 feet. Or how about no ceiling? Come on, can you say, Lord, no ceiling, no limitations? Come on, an open heaven, an open heaven. Come on, can you look up? Can you see an open heaven over your life? An open heaven, an open heaven, an open heaven, an open heaven. There'll be no limitation, no limitation, no ceiling placed upon you that says you cannot do this. You can't go here. You can't achieve this. God says there are no limitations. In Christ. Now that doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to do. That just means with Jesus. Come on, he will take you farther and take you in places in your life and for greatest fulfillment. See, there's such a spirit of worship in here because you were created to worship. When you were in your mother's womb, when God created you, he created you by his hand. You didn't create yourself. God created you. God formed you in your mother's womb. And he put his hand upon your life and you're created in his image. And you're created with music inside. You're created with sounds and melodies because that's Jesus. 
He's the creator of humanity. And so you say, Pastor Steve, why, why do you worship like that? Because I hear heaven. I feel heaven. I sense Jesus. And I know his word says to be filled by singing and making melody in my heart. It doesn't even matter if I can sing on, sing on key. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I go sh flat or off key or sharp. My wife or my son will look at me and like, that's not right, Dad. I don't care. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll catch up. Make a joyful noise. The scripture that I had to share with the church today was Luke chapter 4. And it's when Jesus came into the synagogue after he had been out in the wilderness. And it's okay, I'm just going to paraphrase it, but we know the story. And it, he goes back into the temple and he opens up the book. And he says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He quotes Isaiah 61. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, and that spirit is upon the church. It's the same spirit. Don't think in historical frame of mindsets when we talk about the word of God, because when we share the word of God, what God did for Jesus in that historical, he's doing right now for us. So he comes to anoint us, and he quotes He's anointed me. Can you say, I, I've been anointed today. I'm getting anointed. Yeah. He says, I, he's anointed me to, to preach the good news. And he quotes it. And he goes on and he quotes about three verses from Isaiah chapter 60. And, and then he goes and he sits down and all the religious folks are looking at him. They're like, who is this guy? That's just because Jesus says after he sits down, he says, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And they look at him and they're like, who does he think he is? That's, that's Joseph's son, the carpenter. Where does he think he's been? Who does he think he is? And Jesus says to them, you will truly say to me, well, first he says that a prophet is without honor in his own country. And then he said, you'll truly say to me this proverb, proverb physician, heal thyself. And then he says something to them. He says, I want to tell you in the days and he takes them back to two Old Testament references of the prophetic. And Jesus institutes the word prophet. And see, this church was birthed in the fire, in revival. And as we are going and growing as a church, we have to go back and say, what were the earmarks of this church? What is our foundation? What is our spiritual foundation as a church? And it's for the gospel to be preached. It's for evangelism. It's for discipleship. It was birthed in the fire of the Holy Ghost. This wonderful man of God pastored here for his family over 40 years. They were the ones responsible for, for many, many years. And we, we honor the Stewart family and Papa Stewart and his son. But I know that's something the earmarks that were, were in their life is to have the fullness. And so we say, well, Pastor, what are we doing? It's like God is causing us to redig our wells today. 
He's causing us to redig our spiritual wells today and say, remember who you are. Remember your DNA. Remember where you come from. Remember your, your spiritual heritage. Remember the, your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents. Now, some of us don't even know them, but guess what? They prayed for many of us. We don't even, you may not even know who they are. You may not know their name, but they prayed and they fasted and they sowed in tears and they sacrificed. And so Jesus comes back to his story and he says, I want to tell you, in the days of Elijah, he says the prophet wasn't sent except to a widow woman in Zarephath. And he takes them back to 1 Kings chapter, chapter 17. And this is where Elijah comes on the scene. And Elijah, if you look in the Bible, he comes out of nowhere. There's no mention of Elijah anywhere in the Bible. He just shows up. Just like some of you guys are going to, you're just going, God says, it's time to show up. Stop hiding. Just show up and obey. Show up. And so he says he comes and he goes and he prophesies to Ahab. And he says, Ahab, at my word, there's not going to be dew or rain for three years. Come on, it's not even going to get a little bit of dew. You know, when you get up in the morning, there's dew on your car. Not even as dry. For three years. And then God commands Elijah. He says, Elijah, I want you to go down to the brook. And he goes to the brook Cherith. And he goes down to the brook. And the ravens feed him. He gets in and out in the morning and in and out at night or whatever. They brought him food and meat in the morning, meat at night and bread. And then he says, go now to the widow. And here was this widow. You think about the significance of this story because... There had to be a witness of the prophetic. There had to be the prophet that declared the word. And there had to be someone else that responded to the word. And so, come on, God always does things in twos. Or he doesn't always do that, but come on, you know in scripture when he calls your name. You know some of you parents when you call your son Stephen, Stephen, or Pat, Pat, or call you by your full name, Stephen Michael Sumner, Stephen Michael Sumner Jr., or whatever it is. And so he says to this widow who was hopeless, who had nothing, he says, woman, bring me a cup of water. And she kind of looks at him, me, bring me a cup of water. And as she goes to get the water, he says, and as you're doing that, bring me something to eat. Bring me a, a cupcake or bring me a biscuit. And then she really gets kind of like offended or she says all I have is a handful of flour and a little bit of oil and I'm going to basically eat this and die but then the prophet says and he declares the word he says make me first it's not that he needed it, even though he wanted it, but there was a partnership there. And she responded, she says, nevertheless, at your word. And she obeyed the word of the prophetic. And the word that the prophetic says that your flour and your oil will never cease producing, that you will always have enough. You will always have enough. And you say, Pastor Steve, well, why are you sharing that? Because Jesus, I like what Jesus talks about. 
I didn't make this up. This is Jesus' reference. He takes them back to Elijah. And I want to declare over ICC Church, as we obey the word of the Lord, that there will always be a supply. There will always be an abundance. There will always be provision for your life. Come on. God is faithful. Even as David said, I am young, now I'm old, and I have never seen the righteous or their seed begging bread. So we declare even over ICC that there will be an ample provision of flour, of oil, not just in the natural, not just natural, but spiritual flour, spiritual oil, spiritually even as you've built this house. And then he goes on, he takes them. Jesus says, and in the days of Elisha, Elisha wasn't sent but to Naaman, the Syrian, the leper. And you can find this in 2 Kings chapter 5. And so Jesus' point that Jesus will come to anyone. Jesus doesn't just come to the people that have it all together. Jesus just doesn't come to the people that are religious. Jesus just doesn't come to the people that says, oh, we're the ones. No, Jesus comes to those that are least likely, that are the outcasts. Those are ones that we would say are not qualified. And so Jesus uses it. He says the prophet goes to Naaman. And we know for the sake of time, we don't have time to do that. But what's the spiritual significance is that Jesus is putting a fresh mantle of the prophetic upon his church. When we talk about the anointing, the anointing, just like many of you, you woke up this morning and my wife is talking. She says, babe, every morning, please put that face cream on your wrinkles. You know, us, us white folks, we, we get a little more wrinkly. And so I take her face cream and I put it in my hands and, and I said, dear, see, I'm putting it on, rubbing it all over. That's what it means to be anointed. That God basically takes his hand and he smears, he places his hand upon you and he smears you with his oil his anointing, his mantle, his hand of power. Come on, church, we're called to live supernaturally. And we have to fight to live supernaturally. Because we live in a natural world, we have to deal with natural things. We have to deal with natural responsibilities. We have to deal with natural bills and things. But in the midst of all the natural you have a supernatural anointing and a supernatural God on the inside of you that wants you to recognize and cause you to lift up and be elevated in your understanding that you aren't just existing. You're not just going through the motion that God's anointing is upon your life. That this is not just something that we just talk about that miracles and power and salvation in his presence it's not just theory it has to be reality it has to be reality thank you lord thank you lord 
Thank you for your presence. Thank you that it's your anointing that destroys every yoke. Every yoke, every bit of bondage, anything that would try to keep us, the bondage of fear or unbelief, doubt, worry, sickness. Every yoke, thank you that your, your, your anointing destroys, destroys it. Thank you, Lord. anointing come on it's his hand it's his hand it's not the hand of man it's his hand you know his presence when it fills you it satisfies you it clarifies you it purifies you it's him look to him He's better. Nothing. He's better. He's better. His presence is better. It's better than natural food. It's better than money. It's better than any drug or or sex or anything. It's it's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. His presence is better. Better than video games. Better than fantasy. Better. Shut up. He's better. Jesus, thank you for filling us today. Thank you for a fresh anointing. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. There's many in here today that the Lord wants you to, to stir up your gift, stir up that gift of God inside of you, fan it into flame. Don't compare yourself to other people. God says for some of you to prophesy the word of the Lord. God says to declare salvation over your friends, your family, even in prayer. God says don't be afraid. There's many of you that the word of God is in your mouth. God says to stir up that gift. And even as I declare over you, stir up that prophetic gift and prophesy. Grab even as we are that this is a prophetic house. And so declare what the Lord is doing. Declare what the Lord is saying. Declare it, declare it, declare it, says the Lord. I declare a new anointing, a fresh anointing upon this congregation. Lord, a congregation of joy, a congregation of peace, of righteousness, of fulfillment. Hmm. Lorene Stafford is in the back. Lorene, I just want you to know that I honor you, Lorene. Lorene comes here. She's 82, 83. She's in the back. She's in the wheelchair in the back in the foyer. But she used to be the children's pastor here many, many years ago. And Lorene, I want all of our, I want all of our children. Come on, I know we're still going to, Frank, we still got to do the offering and the announcements and all that. But all of our kids, all of our kids, I don't even... I don't even care. I don't care how we do church as long as the Holy Ghost. But all of our children, because, you know, we didn't dismiss Regina and Terrence yet. But all of our kids, I want you to come here. But as we're doing this, Chuck Hache, 
Hasha, brother's getting drunk. Chuck right there is going in for a procedure on Thursday. Fred, just lay your hands on Fred and Blanca. Lay your hands upon Chuck. We thank you that Chuck has been here many, many years. He's him and his wife are pillars in this house. And we send a word, Lord, even this procedure with his aorta, Lord, that the peace of God that passes understanding will guard his heart. It's going to guard his heart. There's no fear. There's no fear. No fear. No fear. No fear. Lord, let the peace of God rest. As he goes, Lord, that you'll be with the hand of the surgeons in this procedure. Lord, we thank you for a great report in Jesus' name. We're all of my babies. All the babies just come up. Now, can I just, the reason I want you guys, all the children, Regina, whoever you have, we just, I want to, I want to bless our children. I want to bless our kids. Just come right here. We just want to anoint them. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, Zahra, you pray. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for your little ones, Lord. We thank you for the promise of hope, God, that is stored up within them. Lord God, we thank you for the destiny, God, upon their lives. Lord God, we thank you, God, that this is the representation of your body in the earth, Father God. We thank you, God, for every soul here, Lord God. We thank you, God, that they will know you, God, to degrees that we have never known you, God. We thank you for your word being locked up in their mouths, Father God. We thank you for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, God. We thank you, God, that the least of these is greatest, Lord Jesus. We thank you for a generation equipped, God, to move by your spirit, God, that they will flow in the giftings and the callings of the Holy Ghost. God, that they will know you, God, intimately, God, more than we could think or imagine, Father God, that you will be their friend and their comforter, God. You will be the one that they declare, God, and they're getting up and they're laying down, Lord God, that in all their ways, God, that they will acknowledge you, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, God, that they will declare your word, God. God, when, when some of us are gone, that they will be here, God, shouting your praises, Lord Jesus. Lord God, that they will be here, God, saying that Jesus is Lord, that he is King of Kings, that he is my deliverer, that he is my friend, he is my salvation, he is the one who kept, kept me, he is keeping me even now, Lord God. I thank you, God, that this generation, God, will prophesy to their friends in school, that they will tell him that there is a man named Jesus, and he has been my everything, and you should get to know this Jesus, this Jesus has called me to greatness, and I welcome you to come with me, Lord God. Lord God, we bless you, God, for their families. We bless you, God, that they made it into the earth, God. We bless you for their health, God. We bless you for strength. We bless you for sound minds, God. We ask, God, that we would raise up your children, God, that we would honor them as gifts from you, Lord God. Lord God, that we would care for them, God, tenderly, Lord, and nurture, God, their giftings, God. Every child in this house, Father God, we ask that this would be a place of incubation 
Bashan, Lord God. Incubation for little superheroes, God. God, that they would come and they would grow up in identity, God. That they would know who they are in the Holy Ghost, God. That none of their giftings or callings would ever fall to the ground, God. That they would be ones, God, who flow in miracles, signs, and wonders, God, because they are first rooted in you, God. Because their trust is in you, Jesus, and you alone. We bless you, God, for these little ones. We thank you, God, that you honor them, God. We thank you, Lord God, for the fruit of your working in their lives. In Jesus' name. Come on, can you let our kids know you, you love and appreciate them? You guys look so beautiful. You can go back to your seats now. Bless you guys. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, can we do something otherwise? Well, you just keep playing. You guys are. Can you give it up for our band today and our worship team and Wes and this? Just keep playing, whoever's over there and all of the technical folks and everyone up in the balcony. But uh, can we stand up? This is what I want you to do. As Franklin comes, we're going to do some announcements. We're going to take the offering, but we're not over, so don't go away. But I want you to get out of your seat. And everyone on this side, if you can, well, not everyone, but maybe most of you, can you get out and meet like five people that you did not come to church with today? Come on, everyone. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Come on. Stand up, stand up. Bruz is drunk. He can't even stand up. He's over here. Meet somebody that you did not come to church with today. Come on, love on one another. Pray for somebody. If they look sleepy, give them a kiss on the cheek. Michaela, it's so good to see you today. Can everybody give Michaela a hand, please? Give her a hand, give her a hand. She's visiting from SoCal where she's in college. You want to come up and say something? Okay, you don't have to. All right. Okay. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's anybody here that feels a little bit better now that you laid your burden down. My grandmother used to sing a song that says, I feel better, so much better, since I laid my burdens down. My grandmother used to sing a song that said, friends don't treat me like they used to, since I laid, has anybody laid their burdens down in here? You're going home a little bit lighter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, my God. It's important to remember because we go back to the world in about 15, 20, 30 minutes. And we forget that the Lord is taking our roof off. How many excited that the Lord is ripped off the old? And that he's filled you with new oil and a new fire and a new burn. We can't forget what God has done in this place. Because he's been so good. All right. My God is calling for the offering at this time. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout that we get to bring something to the Lord after all he's poured into us. The Lord is calling for an offering. Yeah. Or as the kids say, yee. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's a, that's a 21st century praise right there. Yee. Amen. And so as we pull up our offering scripture and the porters are getting in position, hallelujah, let's make this declaration together. As I give in today's offering, I rejoice in all the numerous and miraculous blessings God has given to me. More blessings than I could have ever dreamed of. More blessings than I deserve. More blessings than I can count. Blessings over every area of my life. I rejoice. Wait, y'all said I rejoice and did like this. I rejoice. It says, it says, let's see what it says. It says, more blessings than I could have ever dreamed of. Is that somebody's testimony? It says, more blessings than I deserve. Anybody been blessed more than they deserve? He says, more blessings than I can count. Anybody been blessed more than you can count? Oh, my God. So then he says, blessings over every area of my life. I rejoice. Somebody ought to rejoice in the Lord. Always and again, I say, rejoice. Hallelujah. There's a sweet joy in this place. The scripture says, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. They're going to make me shout because they're doing all the shout scriptures. My God. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Here comes the benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity? Somebody ought to shout right there. Who heals all your diseases? Somebody ought to shout right there. Who redeems your life? from destruction I should have been dead and in my grave if you knew what I was doing when I was in my 20s if you knew what I was doing when I was in my 30s you should know that I should be in destruction but because of the blood of Jesus who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies and satisfies that's my word right there that's my word some people live to be happy I live to be satisfied in Christ satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice hallelujah 
by God. Let us collect our offering. Hallelujah. Praise your name, O oh God. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, my God, we have some announcements for you. Tuesday prayer is happening from, at 6 and 7. 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Just all day. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And then Wednesday we have family night at 6.30. Amen. And then today, somebody say today. It's Women's Connect Ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. There's some excitement in here. Hallelujah. And they get a lunch. Amen. Amen. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. We just read that. Hey. Then the men's breakfast. It's food going down at ICC. That's why I go to ICC. Men's breakfast is happening on this Saturday. Amen. Amen. And then let me just insert right here that um, the Lord through pastor has also called today while the women are meeting for the young men to meet today. So we're going to host a, a power hour with the young men, myself and Brother Patrick Miller. Amen. We're going to sit with the young men. So if you're between about 17 and 30, come through. 16 and 30, come through. Amen. Come on through. It's mandatory. It's food for them too. It's food for them too. Amen. Um, this, this next Sunday, is that next Sunday? Plus seven. Yes. Next Sunday, we're going to have a special guest pastor. Derek Shepard will be in the building. Prophet Derek Shepard. Hallelujah. So we make sure to come back out and uh, be ready to give God what is due to him. Amen. And then we're going to have um, on for the harvest season. For the harvest season, we're going to have our harvest festival. It's going to happen on October 31st. Amen. At 5 o'clock. So there will be food and activities and games for the whole family. If you want to volunteer, we want you to sign up at the information desk in the lobby. Um, so make sure that we are bringing our children. And also for those of us who um, have the ability and the capacity to come through and volunteer so that we can be a blessing to our children. Amen. During the Harvest Festival. And then also at 7 o'clock there will be a play. Amen. That is called You Are Special, written by our own Pastor Portia. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, You Are Special. Uh, They're not used to turn to their neighbor. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, You Are Special. And You Are Loved. You know, this might be the first time they heard somebody say, You're loved today. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, with that, those are our announcements. Um, and we will continue to move into service. Amen. serious about what I said. I, I knew this was my wife. I'm not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Jesus, sweetie, I'm drunk too, I tell you. The Holy Ghost. There's nothing like Holy Ghost wine. Y'all should lay off that other stuff and get the Holy Ghost wine. I remember that song. I'm drinking, I'm drinking. I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Drinking of Holy Ghost wine. I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Drinking, I'm drinking. Having a wonderful time. I'm happy today. I'm happy today to be filled with the Spirit of God. Oh. Oh. Come and taste of the new wine. I actually got up here to say, women of God, please meet us after service. And Another announcement, if, if you've been here and you're wondering when our next membership class is, our, there's a sign up in the foyer, uh, sign up for the next membership class, it'll be next month if you want to become a member. Now, really, because sometimes you can come out of church and you can kind of feel beat down or depressed or feel like you've been, you know, condemned. The house of God is really the most joyous place on earth. So smile. Come on, smile. Smile at us. Smile at us. Come on, somebody. You know, if you smile and laugh, the Bible says laughter does good like a medicine. Now, Miss Kalila right here and Monty, they are going down to Florida for a minister's conference with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Now, you guys know Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I mean, he is full of joy and full of the Holy Ghost. And so, amen, we just stretch our hands and bless Kalila and Monty and those that are going to Tampa, Florida, and Khalil, those that are traveling, Lord, let them be refreshed, Lord, in your presence, Lord, that there is joy in your house, Lord, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Come on, laugh. Ha ha. Come on, you laugh. Laugh a little bit. Laugh, laugh. And you know what? It's good to laugh at yourself. Don't take yourself so serious because you're really not all that. And neither am I. It's good to laugh. Laugh. But we take God serious, but laugh. Right, Will? Thanks, Rachel. Bless you guys. Um, if you're visiting today, God bless you. I hope we didn't scare you away. If this is your first time. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Bless you, bless you, bless you. We are, we are half crazy. But come on, we, you guys stand to your feet. Otherwise, Pastor Steve's going to keep talking. Thank you for listening to this message from Senior Pastor Stephen Sumner. We invite you to join us at International Christian Center in San Leandro, California. If you'd like to learn more about our church or partner with us, please visit ICCEastBay.com. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. If you would like to learn more about us, please visit EncounterJesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro in your app store.